In 2004, Albania joined the Eurovision Song Contest for the first time. In contrast to most other debuting countries, Albania already had a well-established contest to use a pre-selection, namely Festivali i Kenges, that had been running since 1962. During the Cold War period, Albania had been basically the North Korea of Europe, a very close country that even cut ties with the Soviet Union and China for not being communist enough. And the festival was started to protect from foreign influence. The dictator Enver Hodja tightly controlled every part of Albanian society, even going as far as to convict and execute parts of the festival organization team after 1972 for corrupting the youth. Thankfully, in the end of the 1980s, things started to change and Albania opened up to the world joining the rest of Europe. And in the midst of this, a very special person was born. This is Eurovision Legends. I am Emil Löfström and here comes the jingle. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Agnesa Shahini. Hello, Emil. How are you? Thank you, I'm well. Uh, you are born in Albania, but now live in the United Kingdom. And I know Albania have developed enormously since the Cold War. And you were born in 1987, at the very end of this period. Can you give us an overview of what it was like to grow up in Albania during these turbulent times? It's actually a very good start, to be honest. Uh, not many times I've been, um, I had the chance to speak about this, which is interesting. I was born in the 1987, uh, and I'm very happy and lucky that I've done that. <laughs> I, I very much, um, I'm very grateful to my parents that decided to give me birth at that time <laughs> and not and not earlier, <laughs> because that is exactly the time when things started to really move. And uh, our dictator at the time, Enveroja, was quite ill, so therefore he started to really go down, and people started to understand that things had to move on. They started to see that that lie. Um, in the in the end of the tunnel so obviously on the first three years I don't think I do remember anything which is good again because that was a very difficult time for everybody with the protests and my father was part of it obviously my my family they were all part of all these difficult times but then in the 90s things changed and the, obviously the democracy came in Albania it was tough and I know that uh, there is a lot of economic crisis for everybody, to be honest. But there was a lot of immigration time, so people found most the time finally to to emigrate into countries that they wanted perhaps before, or they wanted to see or either leave because, as I said earlier, the country was in a real bad situation economically, as as you might understand. Uh, in the communism, everybody was paid um, the same. <laughs> some kind of fabric works or whatever and then things changed into democracy so they they were out in the sea and they didn't know what to do from there which meant then that they wanted to to go and see um, and find their their lives somewhere else most of them my family didn't uh, very patriotic they wanted to stay in and so did many people as well and so we found lots of difficulties 
but with lots of hope. Although we had other difficulties in the 97, I was born, I was raised in a time when there were some shootings around going on, uh, which was another uh, very key moment of Albania. But anyway, I'm not going to go too much now about it, but I just can say that it was quite an interesting time for me to grow up. I'd learned a lot, I could say. But yeah, thank God now is everything okay. And to be honest, Albania is mostly now unrecognizable from from that time. Yeah, exactly. You were only 16 when you won Festivali i Kenges and became Albania's first representative to Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, I was only 16. That's true. How strange the feeling in your soul When love invades your very being Another me or so I'm told And life takes on another me only one experience uh, and that was of the competition Ethetis Apprentice which is some form um, similar with a pop idol and that was as as well the first time of a talent show of that kind uh, which um, I won it Um, that that was the first experience for me and it was very very huge and then right after that uh, it was the Festival Ikungus which I've been dreaming since I was a little girl and um, to, for me to be there on the stage with other big names, uh, big singers, it, it was huge. It was um, incredible just to have the chance to be singing on that stage. And then not only to mention that I also won the, the festival, the, the, the competition. <laughs> had a plan or a strategy for my music career at the time so it was just like oh okay (laughs) now I have to make strategies (laughs) how how do they go (laughs) how much did you know about the Eurovision Song Contest before your own participation I did know I remember my family uh, they always used to watch it they always used to mention um, names singers Uh, maybe I could mention here there was Carola, I remember. They, they, my father was very, very big fan of her. I knew, but I wasn't into it like oh, I'm going to be in Eurovision Song Contest, because I've never even dreamt for that at that time, at that age. It was too early for me. Uh, your song, The Image of You, was first in Albanian called, I hope I pronounced this right now, Imashi It. 
That's amazing. Very well done. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that was Imajud, which is the image of you yes. uh, in English. I wonder, was this your only option for Festival Ikenges, or did you have several songs to choose from? That's a good question. <laughs> Actually not. I didn't have other songs. I had other invitations from other composers. Um, but I've chosen to to work with this composer. So at the at the time it was um, Edmond Julali, which I very much respected at the time, of course, and now. And I was like, oh yeah, that's great. I'm gonna work with Edmond Julali. And so I had this chance. So we worked on the song, and I didn't see any other options at all because I was immediately taken by the song, to be honest. And as I said earlier, I did not see it as a song for Eurovision. I only saw it as a song for the festival at the time. So I trusted definitely the co-workers at the time, the, the lyric writer and the, the composer of the song. So I let I left them to do everything about the song. I only performed it at the time. The original arrangements were over four minutes long and because of the EB rules in Eurovision you had to shorten it to three minutes or under. Uh, did the song go through many stages before you were finished with it? Um, it went into a big huge <laughs> stage, yes, after that. didn't know about Eurovision not just me and the composer or the writers but also themselves the the administration of the of the festival at the time who was uh, in charge to to uh, take care of our um, delegation uh, delegation exactly they didn't know much either so they were giving us information slowly slowly um, and for example they told us that it's three minutes after the song obviously won so we had to do something about it so we went to switzerland in basel uh to this wonderful studio in q lab um daniel the guy he was the the new producer of the song obviously very closely working with my writers and then we decided to go on this version of the song which i'm very happy that we did and also in english and then we were told we won't have playback backing vocals and then i was at the time, already, we were rehearsing with the dancers to have on stage. So we didn't obviously have that choice anymore because the backing vocals should be live. Yeah. So then we decided to go with backing vocals. And that was quite late at the preparation stage, which we had to adapt in the last minute. There were many things. If you really watch my participant in, in Eurovision, we could you can tell that it's quite genuine because obviously we, we didn't know much uh, seen from the stage lights or my, my outfits and, and the dancers that weren't there but they were back <laughs> back in vocals so it's it's fun to watch but it's lovely because it's is it's just genuine it, it's the truth really is all there <laughs> yeah it's, it's fantastic charming i must say thank you 
As stated in the rules, every country sends two videos to the organization EBU. One is a video that shows how the song will be presented on stage, intended only for the contest producer. And the other one is a video that the TV stations in all countries will show for the viewers before the contest, like a promotion video. And I wonder here, did EBU send out the wrong video to us, the viewers? Because in the promotion video we saw in Sweden, you were dancing in what looked like a gymnasium and looked more like a rehearsal than a promo video. That's very correct and uh, it's a very well spot. <laughs> it's true, it was wrong sent. I don't know who who really, at it's these days, I don't even know who did really send us that video in the end because we were just recording and we were told we were recording as part of our rehearsing. And then we, we didn't know that that was part of um, the video promotion. And I was devastated, to be honest, when that when the video was sent for that. And then it was uh, we were told that this is actually for for another reason, because as as you can see the video, which I hope you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am falling there or something. I do mistakes like many of them, and it 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 wasn't it wasn't supposed to be for that. And then we didn't have a promo video. Because um, we did start it, but it was already too late to, to do all that. As I said in the beginning, I am sorry to say all this negative, but, but it's the truth. We didn't know much. Uh, and when I say we, it's a, it's a lot of us. We didn't know much about how to deal with the things at the time. It was very, very, very difficult. But again, as I said, um, genuine. And I am justified <laughs> for the fact that I was 16. <laughs> yes, yes. And I am two years older than you. So I, I was 18 and I saw this. And the reason I ask is that the panel here in Sweden, judging the songs before the show, they laughed at your video, putting Aww. it down to the perceived bad economy of the relatively unknown country of Albania and failed to detect the great song hidden underneath. And I must say, I did myself too. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. Because obviously, when we come to the Eurovision Song Contest, it's not representing just a singer or a writer or a song. It's a representative of our country. And we, we should have done a little bit more about it, I believe. And I know that in the next years, the delegations have done a lot better when it comes to, to all of these details that we didn't know at the beginning. So I do feel sorry that uh, it's been seen that like that. I would have hoped that obviously we would have been understood because of the situation. As I said, we, it was the first time for, for Albania to be in Eurovision Song Contest. We had not much um, at the time, not very much um, uh, information, but also not very much experience with concerts uh, or, or festivals of that kind of uh, size, so that big kind of huge audience. So there were many things that we could have done all better, but the most important of all that, it was itself the performance uh, because it was a very good song. I strongly believe in that. Although it was my song, it's not really my song because I obviously I just performed it. But uh, it was a very good song and I'm happy that today uh, still Eurovision fans sing it with me when wherever I am to sing it. So um, for me, that is what is left from all that. And 
all of this made you quite an underdog and many people including myself didn't even expect you to get out of the semi-final but you shocked us all and came fourth in the semi-final but I mean you shocked us because it was so great performed on the Eurovision stage. Oh thank you very much. (laughs) Were you shocked that you got through uh, the semi-final? Um, not really. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, not really. I was, I was very happy. I was enjoying the entire experience. And to be honest, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't seeing it as a competition in general. I was just seeing it as a big, huge, um, party for myself. It was so, it was so beautiful, all of that. And I couldn't see myself not being in the final and enjoying all that part again. (laughs) So, uh, for me, and I was young, as I said, um, and, and it was, it was fun to, to, um, to believe in yourself and to be like full on in it. And I think that is what, this is what gave me the confidence, the fact that I was really in it and believing in my song and believing in, and all what was going on. Uh, in the final then, you changed dresses. Was this an idea that came to you after qualifying from the semi or was it planned all along? Oh no, no, nothing was planned all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, um, I don't know how I really could say this really, because it was just a bad management of the, of the, of the time. Uh, which obviously wasn't again in my hands or in my writer's hands. The first outfits were supposed to be a little bit different. They came out different. I had to wear it because obviously uh, there was not much time. Uh, We weren't happy obviously with that, with the first outfit. So we thought instead of leaving this being the the only option for the future, but also we got a little bit too patriotic as well and we wanted a little bit of the the flag colors in there so we decided the next day and when I say we it wasn't just me it was a big crew that decided to to go with this other dress which we just bought in Turkey at the time in Istanbul <laughs> somewhere in a shop perhaps in a store <laughs> I said this before to my friend I hope she said that she bought it in in Turkey because I I think that she did I did, yeah, yeah, I did. But I, I loved your your red dress. I understand what you are talking about with the Albanian style, but I liked it with the fringe and stuff. Was yeah, beautiful. that was. I, it would have been. It wouldn't have been my choice today for sure. But no. for the time being, it was how to say a very uh, impulsive choice that we did. And we, we are happy that we did it because at the end of the day is the first participation of Albania. We wanted to show who we are, where we're from. And it was such a beautiful emotional moment for all of us. Many people cried on that day. It was really big. Yeah. So for me to be together with my fans, with all the Albanians, wherever they were, it was big. You ended seventh in the final with the song Image of You, which is a great result, especially for a debuting country. Uh, Tell me, how did this change your life? It did, really, did a lot. As I started this interview, I was saying that nothing was planned for my future. Uh, I wanted to start slowly, slowly, like everybody, every other up-and-coming singer, and then 
go to this stage. But in fact, it happened that I did the big stages quite early and to represent my country in Eurovision Song Contest itself, it was a big step into my music career. But also, uh, it gave me not only the confidence and the experience very early to then know how to go on with my music career, but it also gave me, obviously, the seventh place going back to Albania was uh, mostly like as we won it, really. Yeah. For us, it was like we won the festival. It was too big. Me and my friends sometimes talk about your victory because it was a real victory, I think, because our first relations to you was to see that rehearsal video that we thought was a promo video. And then later you song. Surprised you. Yes, you really did. <laughs> I'm and glad I'm, I did. And I'm still been mesmerized when I see your performance. It was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Do you remember anything special that happened in Istanbul that you can reveal? Oh, gosh. <laughs> There were so many things. Sometimes... It comes to me like a memory, like um, like a like a dream, like a little dream. And some things I can't. It, it's very strange because some things I can really remember very well. And then there's so many things that I just can't really um, remember as as moments. Or I I, I see like them like that like flashback, like pictures. I don't know if that happens to you in sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it does happen to me when it comes to these big moments like this because it's too emotional. Sometimes you can't really get everything into your brain, and that's what is happening. Everything was uh, so so quick happening and. I do remember that I used to try very hard not to stay in the evenings uh, like my friends were doing. I was saying a little bit and then I had to know I have to save my voice. I have to be very careful, blah, blah, blah. My dad would be like, you have to go and sleep. So I remember these these stages uh, very well. To be very responsible, 16 years old, uh, was quite tough, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Festival Ikenges is always held in December and two years later, after your victory, you were back in the contest with this song. Was your goal to win and compete in Eurovision again? On that competition no in 2005 the reason why i wanted to sing that song was because at the time i was uh, working with a producer from vienna and we just wanted to promote one of the songs and we wanted to sing this song so we then to to uh, slowly slowly promote the other songs after The problem in Albania is that we have these big festivals, which is very, very good. But in the same time, it's like our window where we promote our songs as well. Yeah. So that at the time, there were not many other windows to do so unless you do a video. But still, it's not the same impact on the public. So I just chose to go with the festival instead to promote the song. In 2006, the contest Eurovideo Grand Prix was held and you opened the contest with the song Welcome to Europe. And this really sounds like a costume written song for Eurovision in this time. Was it? 
No, it wasn't. It, it was still part of my uh, work that I was doing with this producer yeah. in Vienna. So that was the next stage, let's say. This song was uh, suited and is, was made exactly for that for that show, for your video Grand Prix. Uh, my manager um, was um, part of this uh, organization, um, and so they decided to to create this song for me, which would have been the opening of this show. And the reason is because the Eurovideo Grand Prix was uh, hosted in Albania, which meant welcome to our country, to all of the European um, participants in that. Okay. In Eurovision 2010, Albania was presented by the song It's All About You with Juliana Pasha, but you came second in the national pre-selection with the ballad Ne Peshkire? Ne Pashire, in the mirror. Ne Very good, well done. <laughs> Kërkoj të prek, ajo nuk flet Në cop kristal pa jet Andoshtë si pëlqej E gjotë më gënjej Sa tua që t'i them Se jam ajo Jo, nuk të besoj Jam prapa jo që isha tje was a very emotional song for me that year i i lost my dad and i didn't this song wasn't really dedicated to him but i just wanted to come with a powerful song a ballad song an emotional one uh, how i felt at the time so i decided to go with this song in this case i believe i was a little bit more ambitious and I did thought, perhaps, why not? I'm a bit of a grown-up girl now. I could do a little bit different in Eurovision Song Contest. And why not to go with with something that is very close to my soul, to my uh, feelings at this time? Um, and so I went with this song. It was very much welcomed by the Albanian public, but the, the jury uh, decided to go with a bit more rhythmic song, more happy song, and perhaps they, they did the right choice as uh, the song uh, was very loved by the Eurovision fans, as I know. gave me a lot of support and I really really let's say enjoyed if, if I can say it in that way but I, I it did gave me a confidence of uh, really going on because at that time I was a little bit uh, let's say uh, in doubt if I really wanted to continue with singing and all that uh, so yeah that was really really a good experience for me. Last time you competed in Festival of Kengis you came second again and this time with the song Love yeah. 
That again uh, is written uh, by the same composer that did the first song. Uh, so again, I had an invitation from him. Uh, I went to hear the song and I loved it. Uh, obviously, it was again very connected to the time that I was at the time. I had just met my future husband <laughs> yeah, yeah. on New Year's. So I was really in love. And as I am right now, obviously. <laughs> but that was the beginning. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I felt. Uh, and I felt that, that that song really suited to, to the time for me. Uh, and so why not, again, go into to this festival, which, again, it's, it's, it's an expression for me. It, it was a time to express something, and I did express it through, through this song. Gladly, uh, again, I was... Um, rewarded with a second place um, and um, yeah, that was it. Again, very close. <laughs> songs for the festival Ikengis that ended up with another artist and perhaps even winning no i haven't uh if if that would have happened i would i would have choice chosen i don't like good songs to go away from me <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing today uh today you mean like today in career or today today <laughs> uh, today in your career okay <laughs> Right, so um, I've taken a decision, which is an important decision, uh, I believe. We say never say never, uh, but um, since that last festival, as I, as I mentioned, the 12th, no, 2012, I decided to not compete anymore in that, in that um, competition. I do love Festival Congress very much because that's, I grew up with that festival and I also... Uh, started my career in there and as you can hear I've done a lot during those years with that festival but I believe that it was time to move on it was time for me to uh, have a bit of a reflection uh, I moved to the UK where my husband is I decided to have completely a break from my singing career for a while and to start really thinking of what and how I want to now uh, come to the public, uh, to my fans, and what do I want to do really for the time in the future. So during all these years, not only I've become a mom, uh, so I'm a young mom, but I've also been working on recreating um, Agnesa, let's say, um, and, and I hope in the future we can have another interview together so I can promote something uh, that will be exclusively after all this uh, break. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Yeah. I hope so. It is a bit different, the, the style. I don't want to reveal many things, but I can say that it's a different style because uh, this is going to be a lot of me uh, project. Um, if in the past I used to work with different composers, with different writers, and that made it a little bit different styles of music in my, um, if you see back in my entire music career, there are a bit different songs, different styles. But in this one, it's going to be more of an all-together uh, one, um, one Agnesa, let's say, yeah. in this way. Uh, but I do believe 
there is definitely one or two songs in there that could be wonderful for Eurovision fans. <laughs> wonderful! Apart from your own song, The Image of You, which one is Albania's best entry in Eurovision? Oh! Oh gosh, that's a very tough question. I hope my my fellow mates don't hear me now. <laughs> um, I definitely believe Rona Nishliu, who got fifth um, in Eurovision song. It was one of those songs that definitely uh, gave me the gave me the the chills as soon as I heard it. I believe is a very very good performance it was different it was very um well thought also as a, as a performance not only vocally but also as because you know the visuals in eurovision song contest are very important as well so yeah. i think that was uh, that was a very good song for albania thank you so much anieta for taking part in my podcast my pleasure. It was fun. It was a fun early um, Saturday. So, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. And I hope uh, I can uh, in the future um, say a little bit more about my future instead of the past. <laughs> and thanks to you, the listener. It's an amazing feeling to reach out to such a wonderful audience. Opinions, questions or suggestions are more than welcome. Use our social media accounts or email me at email at schlagervannerna.se and don't forget to subscribe so you always are up to date with new episodes. Pusje, det porcha fime. Well done you! <laughs> Fantastic, Emil. It was lovely to speak to you. Um, and thank you for the question. There were some questions in there that honestly no one has done before, which is interesting. Take care of yourself. You too. The love. One kiss, one heart and time. A kiss, the moment is mine.